Resuming. We heard. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Gentlemen and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the Booyah! What's up? It's your boy Joe Baby. And to my other other right, weighing in at 178 out of man in filled pounds, coming straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso X Man Flores. Hello there. Hello there, everyone. Today we are going to be discussing the latest installment in the Star Wars series, Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka was a show that I think a lot of people are anticipating. I know that for years, Joe was telling me, like, Ahsoka's an awesome character. You have to follow her with uh, Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars. And when I finally got to watch Ahsoka in preparation of this show, I actually got pretty excited. So we're going to dive into a spoiler-filled conversation about ahsoka uh let's start off with alfonso x-man flores alfonso going into this what was your expectation of the show dude I, I was super stoked about this ahsoka has been one of those characters who you're just always like wondering you know what happened to where is she at what's she doing um i i you know caught a glimpse of her in clone wars and i'm like Ooh, who's this kid you know you got the you got the dual lightsabers holding them backwards i'm like oh she's got style she's got flair and then you know, then she pops up in Star Wars Rebels, and she's a little more, a little more grown up. And you know, I mean, what else can you expect from uh, the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker? I think a lot of people wouldn't expect very much, uh, because <laughs> I think for a lot of people, the last, I'll say, exposure that they had to Anakin Skywalker was let's say revenge of the jedi or revenge of the sith that's what it was and a lot of people don't have very fond memories of the prequel trilogy however i think a lot of people who took the time to watch rebels and clone wars they actually do have a special fondness for the prequels that the rest of us don't because we didn't actually watch the prequels however me I wasn't overly excited about it. I did catch up a little bit. I watched uh, Rebels. I watched a little bit of Clone Wars. The essential Ahsoka, if you will, which got me somewhat excited about the show. But I do know that there's a man who was uh, pretty pumped going into this uh, TV show, and that would be Joe. Joe, what was your expectation of this show? Uh, my expectation was pretty high, uh, just because it's as Ahsoka and it and uh Dave Filoni is a part of it and I knew it was going to be a rebel season five for me I mean because I love the rebel show so for me it was more of even though it was growth with Ahsoka like I knew it was going to be a, a rebel season five so I was pretty ecstatic that the show was coming out so I was looking very forward to it awesome I'm glad that Joe turned me on to rebels because last week after watching Ahsoka I actually went back and watched the final episode of rebels again and it was just so much better once you see how it falls in a context 
with the show because in a previous episode one of the things we talked about was so when did sabine become ahsoka's padawan and it's like you can see that there is that time jump and you do see at the end which how did i miss that the first time that ahsoka pops up at the end of rebels after sabine gives this big long speech about i have to find ezra how did i miss that but it just totally created season five of rebels just really exciting just really really exciting so joe i'm gonna let you go first because you are our star wars expert in this conversation overall what's your thoughts on the show um I think we talked about it like the first, I think the first two episodes, I think we did a podcast about talking about, for me, it started off kind of slow, but uh, it didn't help that One Piece, the Netflix One Piece came out like right, kind of like right after that. And Netflix was so good, but um, so it started off pretty slow for me, but um, once um, Anakin, you know, came into the picture, like it got really good for me. You know, and then um, Balin, you know, like everybody loves Balin in the show. Just the overall cast, once they started popping up, like Ezra, Hera, you know, like more familiar with that stuff. And then you got to see Gratamothon. It finished strong. Because usually like on Disney or Marvel shows, it starts off pretty decent. And then towards the end, it lets you down. You know, Hawkeye being one of them. It started, you know, episode five was so good. And then, you know, like episodes, I think it was six. And did it go up to eight? I can't remember. Was it eight after uh, Hawkeye? Yeah. And then it just didn't, didn't, do, didn't do anything. Like, I think six was decent. Then after that, it, it just didn't, didn't do anything for me to where the end of Ahsoka was uh, really good. I'm looking forward to the future. I know a lot of people were upset because even though it is like a cliffhanger, it didn't leave much um, answer questions that everyone wanted answered. It left things more unanswered and people, you know, have to guess and figure out where Filoni is going with this. There's a few ideas, though, that I, I think um, a lot of us are knowing where they're going to go with this. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. When you talk about episodes one and two, I remember us uh, having the position that it wasn't very good. And it did feel like a Rebel season five, but it progressed so well. And just understanding how Ahsoka had to have her journey to trust her Padawan, the way that Anakin trusted her, it was just phenomenal. And if you did take the time to get into the basics or essentials, if you will, of Ahsoka, then you see that progression. You see that people would tell Anakin, oh, you need to disown ahsoka and he'd be like no that's my padawan i'm i'm gonna stick with my padawan and it was cool how ahsoka arrived at that so i just i thought that was really good Uh, the first two episodes i didn't really care for joe you're right like one piece just blew it out of the water overall one piece compared to ahsoka i feel like they're equal uh they're very different shows but i feel they're equal and i'm looking for uh second seasons of both alfonso what do you think of the show overall Overall, I mean, I was I was pleased with it uh, immensely, um, and and it, it gave me a lot that um, I was expecting, but it gave me a lot that I wasn't expecting. Um, you know, of course, we ne- we didn't know what was going to go on on the other side of that dimensional thing, uh, you know, where the space whales were light on the other side. 
Um, we find out that it's like an elephant graveyard for them. So, you know, there was, there was a lot to do over there. Um, I, I don't know if the witches came up in, in, um, in rebels at all. I, I actually, I think they did, but you know, th those were a surprise to me. It's like, it was so cool to see somebody else who has a tap in the vein of the force, but they're not Jedis. Right. You know, we're like, that's one thing about rebels. It showed us a lot of, you know, you had the wolves, you had that, that one giant guy, you know, you had, you had a lot of people that can tap into the force that aren't Jedis and, and it's a big world. So it's like, if the force is all consuming all, you know, everywhere and all knowing, you know, there has to be different ways to get into it than by just being a Jedi. And we learned that there was, so the way they use the force was completely different. I mean, you found out that they could reanimate stormtroopers. Um, it was, it was kind of cool. I mean, zombie stormtroopers to me, that was kind of exciting. I know some people are like, Oh, it's a little cliche, but I, I, you know, zombie stormtroopers, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, um, the one thing I was curious about is where the heck did they get a Jedi? You know, <laughs> they resurrected some Jedi or, or, uh, what do they call them? Um, uh, the ones that worked for the Sith. Um, yeah. You know, Joe. <laughs> inquisitors. Inquisitors. Yeah. Inquisitors. yeah where they get a uh, random inquisitor, you know, uh, I like the idea of they were, they were thinking of, uh, people were saying that it was going to be, end up being that one guy. Uh, my gosh, I, I should have done a little more research. That one guy from that one video, Star Wars video game, you know, Star Killer, Star Killer, right? That would have been kind of neat to see, but I mean, that would have taken the story away from Ahsoka, which, I mean, the whole Rebels thing did take it away from Ahsoka a bit, you know. Uh, it was it was really cool to see Jason, you know, the son of, of um, <laughs> Ramona Flowers, and um, the other Jedi. Oh my, Hera, God. Hera, um, Kanan. Kanan, oh my gosh! I, it's like I knew that, but it's like all of a sudden I was—I felt like I was sharp today, and I'm losing it little by little. But you guys are there for me. I appreciate that. Good looking out, dude. I'm shocked that I'm remembering names. I'm so bad at remembering <laughs> names too. I'm like, I watched this 24 hours ago, so I remember some of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I. You know, the one thing that that really surprised me that I, that I really liked is. The one part, you know, of course, everybody sees Jason. They're like, you know, oh, is, is he force sensitive? Is he going to be the next Jedi? You know, what's going on? And, and he's like, listen, listen, do you hear it? In the waves, lightsabers. And like the whole time I'm listening, I'm like, what's he hearing? What's he hearing? I'm going to hear it first. I'm going to hear it first. And of course, they probably, they, they didn't actually let you hear it until she could hear it. So it's like, you it's like, oh. So I, I love the fact that they showed that he was force sensitive because why wouldn't he be, right? So who knows? He could be the next um, <laughs> somebody to carry on the franchise under Ezra. Oh, yeah, totally. I have a question for you guys. Is there something I didn't understand even when watching Rebels? So the kid with the green hair Jason. is Hera and Kanan's son? Correct. When was she pregnant? <laughs> he used the force. <laughs> well, she was pregnant the whole time. Like she you know, just, yeah, she was she was pregnant, but you know, it just revealed towards the end of season six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think it, it was the last season oh, with Kanan. Okay, died, I think okay. I can't remember. I think yeah, it was, there was a, I guess that there was a couple times where you see her rubbing her belly. You know, those, those classic signs. Okay, okay. I, I was just wondering, but that's cool. That makes sense, and that's one of those subtle things like. If I went back and I watched it another time, I'd probably see that and be like, oh, okay. Because it's pretty cool. You know, we're all swinging on the Filoni appendages. But 
the guy just he mapped it out so well and if you think about it he couldn't have known that maybe he was you know planning another season of rebels but there's no way that he could have known that someday he would have his own star wars universe to play like live action star wars universe to play in but when you see how well everything was laid out it just makes me so excited for this second season of ahsoka or anything as long as Filoni's involved because i feel like he's creating an architecture that yeah i'm gonna say it that marvel used to and that's what makes him really excited for whatever's coming next with star wars yeah, with Filoni, I think he he willed it into existence. You know, it was a self-fulfilling proce- prophecy, you know, because he stuck things in Rebels that, like, come to fruition way later. Like, like even Grogu protecting the Mandalorian from the flames, right, with the Force. And, you know, that was there, you know. Um, there were, there's, there's, like, even the painting on the wall. I mean, and I, I, I saw this one thing with Katie Sackhoff, and she's like, yeah, one time he told me that one day I will play I will play um, <laughs> that Mandalorian. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. My gosh. I would play Bo-Katan live. And she goes, I, I, I loved it. I thought it would be a great idea, but I never thought it would happen. But yeah. it, he just, you know, he just willed it into in, into uh, existence. And, and that's so awesome for him. You know, that's awesome for us. It really is. Joe, I'm going to throw a quick question at you because I just find the concept of Force Witches to be so cool because like like alfonso talked about it's like jedis use the force and for a long time we thought only jedis can use the force that's the way that it was portrayed but now you have these force witches who are able to manipulate and yield and use the force how were they portrayed in rebels and in uh clone wars uh I'm just amazed that you knew some of these, you know, characters' names <laughs> in the rebels. Can we talk about that? Like, what the hell's going on, dude? Uh, well, you know, like uh, George Lucas said in an interview, like the force is all around us. Anyone has the ability to use the force. It's just some are stronger than others, and so I think Filoni is just tapping into that a little bit more, you know, and because he 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 really loves wolves. So if you notice, there's, a, there's wolves and, you know, rebels and there's, and there's wolves and Ahsoka. And then, you know, the world between worlds, there's wolves on, you know, like paintings. So, you know, he's really into that. And, you know, taking what Lucas said to heart, like anyone can use a force, like the wolves use a force. You got, you know, the whales that can use the force, you know, to, you know, go through like light speed. And, you know, now the witches in some form, or whether it's, you know, like uh, sorcery is still tapping into that side of the force, which is the sorcery, you know, and that's, you know, it's cool breaking off and doing those little things. I, I really enjoy it because it's not like either you're a Jedi or you're a Sith. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Those are the ones that could do the force, you know, so it's kind of cool. And, you know, like he's he's cleaning up trash i think you know because you know the newer star wars movie it's like hey everyone came with the force this little kid that's random like a slave you know like i think it was like i think it was a slave at the end of the movie he just brings the broom and it comes to me starts sweeping you know like you know that's just like cheap storytelling i think you know what i mean where he's you know he's created you know like if you see a wolf in ahsoka or any star wars movies you know that's dave filoni so it's 
and he sets things up. You know, like he says he has he had where Ahsoka's going, and he doesn't just want to tell us right away. So I'm pretty sure like Filoni has thought that far out. Now everything dictates whether or not Mandalorian is successful, right? Because Mandalorian is so successful with him and Jan John Favaro. <laughs> and um everything went so well with Mandalorian, you're able to they give you the power to create more stuff. And you know, with this one with Ahsoka, uh, we're gonna get like uh, I can't remember the new one where it's kind of like the old republic. Um, Jedi's. It's not the High Republic, is it? Uh, I don't know if it is or not. I can't remember. I know they're doing that, and then they're doing like another one, and I I can't remember the name of that one coming out. But they're doing those, and and I think Ahsoka season two is going to come out before the the uh, the movie where it ties everything together. But it almost looks like they're going to do a trilogy movie because you know it's it's everyone, dude. Everyone is all the hardcore Star Wars fans really enjoyed Ahsoka. And everyone says, oh, my gosh, this is what Star Wars is. And so, like, uh, the masses are so happy, you know, you know, the way that Ahsoka turned out, that maybe Filoni was going to do one movie and it turns into a trilogy. I'd be down for a trilogy. And I feel yeah. like it's, yeah. it's, it's cool because, you know, I feel like our kids are going to be able to have their trilogy – that doesn't feel like it's a ripoff of the new hope trilogy. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like the prequels didn't feel like a ripoff of the new hope trilogy, but the last three, the let's call them the Ray Skywalker trilogies. I don't mm -hmm. know what they're called as far as the trilogies. Those just feel like a complete ripoff of, you know, mm -hmm. the original trilogy, but the way that they're doing star Wars right now, specifically Favreau mm -hmm. and Filoni it feels so fresh and so original that I feel like it's going to be a good way to get people who've been turned off by Star Wars a way to get them back in. Right. And, the, you know, like at the end of a, you know, just what he did with Anakin, bringing it back between the world, between worlds, just that scene alone has everyone's like, oh, my gosh, Anakin, you know, because I, I thought, you know, the prequels, like it was cool to see Anakin in there, but I felt like in the Clone Wars anime, um, you got to see more of Anakin and you like Anakin a lot better with, you know, especially with the dynamic with Ahsoka. And I feel like that's what he, you know, he's given Anakin kind of like the redemption, like Jar Jar, the guy that mm -hmm. plays Jar Jar, like he gets his little thing, but he's doing Anakin so much justice, you know, and, and the next trilogy, like this is what Filoni can do. Uh, they, they call it legends now, but I've talked to this briefly before uh, the heir of the empire. It's like um, Timothy Zahn or Zane, Timothy Zahn. Whatever, I butcher nerds all the time. Anyways, he 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 made he made books of trilogies where it was set place after Return of the Jedi, and it was a sequel. And that's that's those are the books that introduced Grand Mothan, which he was on a mission to get Luke Skywalker. And so that's what he was doing the whole time. He was chasing Luke Skywalker. So he has an opportunity, dear Filoni and Jan John Favreau, is to make the next trilogy that whole era of empire. And what that what that, what that does is you don't have to reboot, which I've been saying all the time, you can use a world, war between worlds or reboot. You don't have to worry about doing that. But what you could do is because you still have that gap before the first order, right? You can do Luke Skywalker, um, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Lando, all recast, right? And, and, and Mark Hamill said he's okay with recasting Luke. 
and do Luke Skywalker justice in those three trilogies. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you get to see what should have happened in seven, eight, and nine. And yeah. you already have the guy that played Han Solo. You already have him cast. You already have Nano Carissing cast. So you could you could do the computer AI like they did with Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian, or you could just recast a new Luke Skywalker or Leia and just do it all over again. And that that will make a lot of Star Wars fans happy. It'd make me happy. Oh yeah. Well, remember how they kept showing Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker? I mean, when they, yeah. they did that mock-up, he he looked so perfect. He looked right on. But to your point, Alf. He's too old. <laughs> I was thinking that as well, because <laughs> that's the first thing that popped in my head, too. But then I thought about the actor that is Han Solo, and obviously Childish Gambino is Han Solo, or excuse me, uh, Lando Calrissian. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit younger than Sebastian Stan, so I don't know if those ages would line up. Oh, yeah, because I think they're all similar around similar ages, like maybe two or three, minus two or three years, I would think. Yeah. But yeah, as far as that goes, I am excited for what's going to be coming with Star Wars. One of the things that I felt like, I, I feel like the show took a little bit of a shift in that when they, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an Inquisitor, but it was like a guy in a, black sort of uh, armor and ahsoka basically did him in pretty quick i felt like he was going to be a more important character but i'm glad that they didn't go with him the one that everyone thought was star killer i'm glad that they didn't focus on him and that they went the route that they went because that would just be oh it's another sith or it's another anti-jedi whatever it's another bad guy wielding a lightsaber but thrawn doesn't have a lightsaber his henchmen or henchwomen don't have lightsabers there's just so much new stuff that they brought in there now joe's known thrawn for years and i remember years ago joe was talking about these books and he was talking about grand admiral thrawn and like he was way ahead of everyone else on that but then like when they brought in these stormtroopers, but they have all of their armor pieced together and you have the leader with the golden face because they had to use whatever they could find. It just creates so much excitement and so much mystery. I'm glad that they just didn't stick with that initial. Oh, it's another guy with a lightsaber. Even uh, let's see here. Is it Balin? Like he was a villain. But he was a different kind of villain. He wasn't a Sith. He was a disenfranchised Jedi. Just so much ingenuity and so much next level and so much freshness went into this show. So one thing I want to talk about is the idea of Ezra. Because initially, Ezra didn't appeal to me. And I'll be honest with you guys, he still doesn't appeal to me. He's cool. I get, you know, he's supposed to be the main uh, protagonist now, but he just doesn't appeal to me. So overall, where do you guys see Ezra going as far as will he become the new Luke Skywalker? How do you think he's going to play out in this whole franchise moving forward? Man, I, I was actually kind of expecting a little more from Ezra. You know, um, I you know, there's a lot of speculation that 
by the time they got to him that he would have um he would have rebuilt his blaster lightsaber that would have been kind of cool to see you know uh, i did like that they he did homage to his his uh his master's lightsaber though um but i i just felt like you know he's like no no i don't need a lightsaber i got this I've been practicing and he's just all he's doing is trying to, you know, force push here, force push there. And all that time there, you know, just practice nothing but force pushing. I mean, I, I felt that he could have been a little stronger. He could have been just like, you know, wiping people back and forth, left and right, you know, throwing rocks at them, crushing them with, you know, with the uh, ships or whatnot. But um, I, I really I really wanted more out of him. Um, maybe they're just saving it because this is the Ahsoka show. You know, so maybe they're just like not trying to put him in the spotlight so much, even though he's kind of the focus of the whole thing. So I, I don't know. I, I just that's the main thing is I just wish I had a little more out of Ezra. What about you, Joe? Where do you see it going? Yeah, you know, it's I don't know. That's that's the beauty of it. I just I just don't know because it he's going to connect everything to the first order. So, you know, where does Ezra go? Where does Jason go? You know, it, is Jason part of like? Is he going to be where he was training with Luke, and then Kylo Kylo kills him? You know what I mean? Is he part of the ones that they kill? You know, um, I'm okay with Azra. Like, I mean, dude, he's stranded on a planet, bro. Like, <laughs> all of Granol Thon's his his troops are all dead. They're like zombie dust, bro. He doesn't have a lightsaber no more. He doesn't have to fight anybody. He's been living with those little munchkins. So for me, it's, you know, I was just cool with him. Without a lightsaber, he was cool with the force flow, like blocking stuff, using force to throw. And then when he got his lightsaber, he's able to cut some things up. You know, him making a lightsaber again is him, you know, becoming a Jedi again. You know, it's kind of weird because they're erasing like you don't need to get the you know the the service cross of like hey you're a jedi now from like you know like the hierarchy of jedis now it's like when you reach a certain level you're just kind of like already a jedi just like you know ahsoka is right now like you don't, you don't need to really have anybody say hey guess what you're a jedi now you know obviously because she has a padawan now but for me like uh it's very interesting you know like uh, to touch on the Balin that you're talking about you know, Balin, like, he's not really a villain. So the way I partake it is he's seen what the Jedis did, right? He understands. And and I want to say he's kind of like kind of like a Qui-Gon and Count Dooku kind of thinking, you know, where he sees a Jedi Council and the way that Jedis was are getting too involved with things. They're not fighters, right? They're 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 bringing it, you know, they they're there to stop war like fighting you know but they became generals you know general kenobi general anakin and they're fighting a war jedis aren't meant to do that and i think balin had seen that and i think he embraces both sides of the dark side and the jedi and i think he thinks you can coexist with teeter totten on both both sides of the light and the dark it's not so much against each other and it kind of sucks because you know rest in peace ray stevenson uh, I know they had more, this is my opinion, but I'm pretty sure they had more footage of him and where the story is going to go. And I think that's why that season finale wasn't as long as everybody thought it was going to be because I, because they just showed him towards the end, looking over a mountain, which is, you know, Mortis, you know, the, the father and, and the brother or the son, but the daughter's heads cut off because, you know, everyone knows that's Ahsoka, 
you know, that she's in Ahsoka, or what they're saying is the owl that follows Ahsoka, but her spirit is, is within Ahsoka, and that's how she came back to life. But it kind of sucks because, you know, I was thinking, and it, there's a few other people thinking, like, Balin would is looking for, and the voice is calling out, is Ablabalatros, I think, or something like that. And she's pretty much like the mother that to the to the father mother to the son and the daughter mm-hmm. and she her biggest fear is they were immortal she's not and she wanted to be with her family forever so then she got into like the dark side of the forest and red books and stuff like that and then she ended up getting you know a lot of power but she becomes evil and so she can take over people's bodies and you know people were saying what if she comes back as padme you know that'd be pretty cool huh having padme come back and she's like that's her, but it's the mom kind of thing. So everyone had theories of that's who's calling out to Balin to help resurrect her so she can come back. And that's when the force changes, you know, to more so towards the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of sucked because we'll never know. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm bad at names. I think it's Gary at the comic book shop. He had a good theory. Like you could continue his arc through a comic book. And then, you know, explain, you know, what what he's doing. And, and if he, he he gets killed, it's easier in a comic book to explain that. You, you don't have to recast him. So you could either recast him or, you know, tell his arc in a, in a, in a comic book. And he was such a good element to the show. But Ray Stevenson was good in this. You know, I really enjoyed his portrayal of Balin. And it's just unfortunate. Shout out to Gary at the comic book shop because that's a great idea. Right. Let me let me throw a curveball at you. Since Filoni is so experienced with animation, would you consider them doing an animated show even though they don't have Ray to do the voice? Or do you feel like they should just go comic book and respect Ray? Um, I think they could do that. Or they could do the AI like they did Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian. Oh, good point you know i mean there's different options but yeah. i don't know with this whole ai thing people get so pissed off at that you know like the writers and the directors you know yeah. everyone's getting so upset with that so i don't know if they'll go the ai route probably not i would think though that that comic book idea that's a really good idea or even i would watch a whole balin show with him and his adventures on the planet sort of building everything up and then having that transition i'd be so down for that that's such a good idea yeah you could do it because you know disney how they it's, um it's not visions it's um what's it called i don't remember Vision. remember when they had the animation no it was with um they did ahsoka when she was a kid and they did count and mm-hmm. and how he transitioned i think it's tales of the jedi so, so anyways mm-hmm. you could do that you can create you, you know you could do a whole arc about that and you know it's, but i feel he had a mission, man. There was so much stuff he, they were going to do with him. It, you know, it's kind of tough to, you know. How, how would you guys feel about him being recasted? I'd be okay with it. I mean, yeah, to carry on the story. I mean, there's somebody you could find that's similar in yeah. stature. and Yeah. But, you know, the other question, too, it's like, didn't Balin Skull have a red lightsaber? No, he had, it was orange. It was orange. It oh. was orange. And what about his Padawan? Was it? It's orange too. They, they have orange oh, lightsabers. Oh man, that changes my whole thought process. Appreciate. Yep. Yeah, oh well, not only that. I mean, look, it, he's he's wearing black still, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like that's the color of 
to reject the Jedi. That's what it seems like, right? Yeah. Because, you know, Anakin were black, you know, Luke were black, Balin were black. But if you look at his Padawan still has that little braid of the hair. So right. he still embraces some some parts of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think, I mean, look at Kanan. Kanan was dope, dude. But he was a he was a uh, Padawan who grew up to be a Jedi, but wasn't named a Jedi who had a girlfriend in Hera. Right. Because it's it's funny because the motto is, you know, they always say, trust your feelings. Okay, well, if I'm <laughs> in love with a girl, I'm trusting my feelings because I love her. But yet you're telling me I can't love her. So how can I trust my feelings that I love her if you don't want me? You, you know what I'm saying? So I can yeah. see Balin. I'm like, you're right, bro. Like, what are you telling me I can't? I can't be in love with someone. Which I like in Legends because Mara, Grandma Amalthon hired uh, Mara Jade right, yeah. to go, Bounty Hunter, to go kill Luke Skywalker. And she ends up falling in love with Luke Skywalker. She ends up being a Jedi. They have kids. So it's, you know, I love that, dude. I, I, I don't agree with the part where, like, Jedis can't be in love or have kids. So, I mean, you can't trust in your feelings if you can't have, react to your feelings. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, isn't that a way to make just stronger Jedis? To have Jedis, you know, procreate? I, I don't know. If you think, like, if... You would have just let Anakin be with Padme. None of this would ever happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because you can't go see her. You can't do that. You know, even Obi-Wan before um, Bo-Katan's sister died. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan was in, you know, he, he probably would have been, in, you know, like in love. He was in love with her. He probably would have left with her, you know, you know, but she ended up dying. But, you know. Telling Anakin you can't love somebody, dude, and he's already been married and in love, you know, and then you reject him. I mean, if you think about it, the true cause of Anakin becoming Darth Vader is the Jedi Council. Yeah, that's 100% true. Interesting. Jumping back to Clone Wars a little bit. Anakin is such a better character because of Clone Wars. I never cared for I definitely didn't care for Anakin after after the prequel trilogy like not at all but the way that he was portrayed in Clone Wars it'll just completely redefine how you look at him and to Joe's point you see that progression where he starts looking at the thing that the Jedi's are doing and the way that they treat his Padawan and everything mm -hmm. like that yep. it's like that it's that build that you didn't see before and to me it always felt like that jump from i'm anakin i met this girl had these babies now i'm mad now i'm a jedi now i got my legs burned off it just went really fast like mm -hmm. it, it it was but now i'm like i understand it and i like this guy so yeah. when he switches you're like man like it, it feels different, which is very mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So let me throw a, a, a question out at you guys. Looking at the entire show, is Ahsoka really the main character or is Sabine the main character? Um, Ahsoka is. Let me explain. So Ahsoka's whole journey is, if you notice, she goes from her black robe to pretty much Gandalf the White, <laughs> because, you know, Filoni's a huge Lord of the Rings fan. But if you if you, if you you ever rewatch the episodes of she feels guilty for 
abandoning Anakin Skywalker because in Ahsoka's mind, she feels if she didn't turn her back on a, on Anakin the day he left to go to the you know to the counselor, you know to save him, he probably she would have been able to help her like you know stop because if you look at the series of Clone Wars, they had a really close relationship, you know, and she feels guilt for turning her back on him. Not the Jedi, but on him, and feels she's the reason why he went to the where he went to the dark side because she feels she could have prevented that. She feels hesitant to train Sabrina because of look what happened, because Sabrina have lost a lot of her family Mandalorians when when um I can't remember that guy's name for Mandalorian. I don't remember his name. What's that guy's name, dude? He's a good actor, too. I don't remember the name of the character that he played. Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah. yeah what is. was this character's his name? Character? I don't remember. Um, no, he's not a Darth. He was a... Um, Moff Gideon. Moff, Moff Gideon. Gideon. There we go. He's so he Moff. destroyed pretty much Mandalore. And so Ahsoka's biggest fear is if she trains him because she's so upset, she could go to the dark side like Anakin. So... The whole the whole training of her when she met Anakin was like, you know, snips. Do you want to live? You want to die? And she chooses. Like, if you look real quick when they're fighting, when she gets ready to um, beat him, you can see her eyes start to turn, and then she stops fighting because she's like, "No, I want to live." And that's the whole lesson. Is Anakin's like, "Look, choose to live. It's not your fault. I did what I did, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm Anakin now." So it's 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 a growth in it for her in that whole series. I think without Ahsoka, there's no Supreme. No, there's no Supreme without Ahsoka. And so that's why I think it's more so Ahsoka's um arc of her um transition to be the Jedi. That's why she turns, you know, she has a white robe now. Hmm. Interesting. Alfonso, I'm gonna let you be the tiebreaker on this one. The reason I feel like it was more of a Sabine show is because at the end of Rebels, Sabine gives this little monologue where she's like, oh, I've learned so much and I have to go find Kanan and I'm sorry, Ezra, not Kanan. I have to find Ezra. And then it felt like everything that progressed in not everything, but most of it was a result of Sabine's actions inactions bad decisions whatever and the cool part when she did the force throw and she threw ezra over to the other side to me it just felt like all of that was just very focused on sabine which is why i felt like it was more of a sabine show the whole point is like the lesson that anakin was trying to give ahsoka is and she got out of it who always had her back it was Anakin. No matter what, through everything, he never turned his back on her. So the whole lesson is for her to do the same thing with Sabreem. So because she's telling Sabreem, like, yo, I'm never going to turn my back on you. I'm always going to have you back. I'll respect your decision. I think that right her, if she doesn't say that to Sabreem, I don't think she's able to do that force throw. Because that was her growth. Because that's what made her have confidence, okay? Because she has self... The self-doubt is gone because now 
she doesn't feel like she's going to let Ahsoka down. Because every time, if you look at all her decisions, she's always, I let you down. I let you down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To where Ahsoka said, you're not letting me down. I'm going to I'm gonna trust in whatever decision you make. I'm going to be there for you. Just like Anakin used to be for her. Hmm. That's, that's a pretty good perspective. Uh, can't say I necessarily see flaws in it. Alfonso, what say you? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't feel like it was a completely like it was the Ahsoka show. I, I think they should have come up with a different name for it because, you know, a lot of it was centered around her. But you're right. A lot was centered around Sabine as well. I mean, yeah, why not be the, the Ahsoka and Sabine show? <laughs> the Ahsoka and Sabine power hour, you know, um, it, it was it was I would say equally each of theirs. I, I, I wouldn't say it was just Ahsoka's show, you know. Um, I mean, there was long periods of times where we didn't even, you know, we weren't even seeing her, you know, but I wouldn't say it was entirely Sabine show by herself either. So I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking that Ahsoka Sabine power hour. So that was my, that's my vote. So I, I'd like to apologize for ever, to everyone for saying, Afonso, I want you to make a decision. <laughs> I made a decision combined. You said, uh, let's go 50, 50. It's everyone's show. Everyone's happy. <laughs> That's cool. Should have been the Chopper show. Dude, Chopper. <laughs> Chopper's interesting. I'll just was Chopper actually in the show? I can't remember. Oh yeah, bros and rebels. Two I know he kills. was in Rebels, <laughs> no. but was he in Ahsoka? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when Hera? Remember when he yeah. was, he was? Chopper was in there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. But what was his name? Who's the big green guy? Oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he was in um, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. didn't make it into yeah. this. That really surprised me I, because he showed up in Mandalorian. I thought he was in it. Oh my gosh, what is that? But I really thought he was going to show up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Matter, matter of fact, there's another disappointing thing. I I really would have liked you know a small snippet of Luke showing up, or at least Luke and Ahsoka having a conversation on, on that you know, planet before she left of like, so my father was your master. What was it like? Mm -hmm. Tell me about my dad who didn't raise me, but raised you. I mean, it's kind of like, like uh, when, when Luffy and Usopp are talking about Yasop, he's like, oh yeah, I was hanging out with your dad all the time. He's a really cool pirate. It's like, it mm -hmm. must be nice, you know, because no. he wasn't around me. <laughs> well, the cool thing about it is with, you know, Anakin being, um, the father in uh, the world, the world between worlds, mm -hmm. is how do we know he hasn't talked to Luke already? That's true. That's true. And and, and that's his position now, right? He is mm -hmm. he is the surveyor of that area now, right? Yeah, that's what I think. That's why you see, you you see him at the end. Yeah, where she looks and she kind of smiles. You know what I mean? Because that's that's you know like her closure of like accepting. You know, he did become Darth Vader. He's saved now. You know what I mean? Right, and she she can move on without guilt, and you know Anakin's like, "Hey, dude, it's my decision. It's not yours. You you know what I mean? No matter what you did, I, you you could have been there, and I still could have turned. You know the way he was thinking, right? Yeah. When are we gonna get when are we get these force ghosts to come out singing? I'm mm -hmm. blue, and I'm not blue. <laughs> I, I certainly hope that doesn't happen. But hey, right, <laughs> we Alfonso can help, right? Yeah. So. Does Anakin and Darth Vader exist simultaneously because the world beyond worlds 
is sort of without time or space. I mean, in that different time period, because world between world, world between worlds, there's pockets and different realities of time, and you know that's why you know I I think that's why Balin's trying to get in there because I bet you Balin, this is just my theory, and uh, there's other people that think the same way. Uh, he could use those porters to go back and change the way things are done before, right? Mm-hmm. Or he could go find other force users and just create a different Jedi society. Might, maybe not even be a Jedi, but just, I think, his vision. Because I think Balin just knows what didn't work and what can work. And I think that's what that's what ultimate goal for Balin is. is what, that's what he's trying to do. But it's it's... I mean, just that whole Anakin and Ahsoka scene where, you know, the, with the flashback with the Clone Wars, people were so excited about that. And it was done very well. And I'm just so glad that because, you know, Anakin got a lot of heat. Like, you know, Hayden Christensen got a lot of heat for playing Anakin, you know, because they felt like, you know, even back then, social media wasn't how it was. And people were still like, ah, he's not good, this and this and that. And, you know, for him to be an Obi-Wan and everybody getting hyped that he's in it, right? And then and then he's in a sulk and everyone's just losing their mind. I'm I'm loving it because I feel Filoni's doing really well is getting Haiti and Haiti and Christensen like the love that you know he deserves, man. And and he's doing it Anakin Skywalker Clone Wars. Like you, you so it's it's dope, you know what I mean? So I I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for you know, Marvel's let me down. I can count on like Star Wars right now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's all Disney. Uh, yeah, it's still Disney, but at the end of the day, it's Dave Filoni. You know, as long as like they bring in money for Disney, you know, I, I don't think they care. They just want money. I mean, they're rich. And if if he does it his way and he's making money, they're like, go ahead. That's actually an excellent point because Disney in 2023 has had a series of failures. Mm -hmm. All their animated movies bombed. The Marvel movies aren't producing the way that they used to. So they need an infusion of box office success. I could see like a fast track slash green light for Filoni to get his Star Wars concepts in in on the big screen. Now, my concern is that they push him too fast and the product isn't as good as it is when nobody paid attention to what he was doing. You know, I almost think that Filoni has a backlog of stuff. I mean, you know, he said the words have to be written, but he he has he has the blueprint for everything. Mm-hmm. He has he has to it because you know, like I said, all the little things that he has, all the little Easter eggs from before and just the cartoons that are coming to fruition now, he's got things that he's he's got laid mm-hmm. out. So I, that's one good thing. It's, you know, it's proper planning. You know, he it's like now, how do we get there? You know. I don't know if you guys did. You guys see the article about with with the Marvel stuff, the way they've been doing, uh, like they, rewrites. Yeah, yeah, they were doing the rewrites. They're kind of running it, kind of like Saturday Night Live, you know, but where where they're not getting actual scripts, they're not having a a plan, they're not having a blueprint, they're not mm-hmm. having a guide. So, um, you know, it's like even though I tried to love everything, and I, I do, I, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I see your guys' points, and it's like, 
it, it was better at the beginning. What happened? And when we find out what happened, it's like, so they're rewriting all the dare, daredevil stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I was I was excited to see that soon, but we'll we'll see how that comes out. You know, I'm still I'm yeah. still excited to see Loki. Let's see how that goes. I know you guys aren't as on board with it, but yeah, I think you to your point, Filoni he he already knows where he wants to go. It's just yeah. a matter of time building the building it. You know, like for TV shows or movies, planning it wise. But he already has a plan, and and that's what I like about Filoni is. Not only is he a Star Wars fan and he's been taught by George Lucas, this man has a plan. And John, uh, John Favreau, he's a good writer too, but he also goes, hey, Dave, what do you think about this? And so those two minds together, they're really at the, at the front of it all, they're Star Wars fans. And so that's what makes it good because they think like a Star Wars fan. Would you like this or you don't like this? Now, a lot of people are upset with, you know, how it ended, Osoka ended, because it, it doesn't really answer much, you know. <laughs> but isn't that what Star Wars always does? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, you know, Empire Strike Backs. Remember when Han Solo got taken away? And then, you know, Luke Skywalker was uh, getting his hand redone. And then Lando and Chewbacca was like, hey, well, like, you know, and they took off. You know, so it's like, every, and, but in this day and age, people are, like they 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 expect a lot. I mean, I would have loved. Don't get me wrong. I would love to have more answers. You know, those are the questions I had. But in true Star Wars fashion, it, it ended. You know, Thrawn won. He's he's back. You know, you got Air, Hera and you got um um Azra in one end, and then you got Ahsoka and you got Sabrina across the, the unknown galaxy. I mean, that's how Star Wars. That's how it ends. You gotta wait. Yeah, it is a rather perfect ending if you think about Empire. Like, it feels like Empire. You know, it feels like Rebels was the new hope. And then it feels like this season was Empire. And, I, okay, what's going to happen next? It may happen over three shows. may happen over three shows and a movie. But I'm looking forward to it. Like, I don't need... The journey was so good that you can drop me off at this checkpoint and I'm willing for another Dave Filoni bus to pick me up and take right. me the rest of the way. Yeah. Because you can use these other shows to reiterate how dope Grand Amalthon is. You can build him how he's growing his empire, you know, for the, for when the movie comes out. And so that, <laughs> time man you know you give this guy you know hey man he's got the ingredients bro just let him cook man <laughs> he gonna cook up a meal and the thing about thrawn is everything that a person says oh i'm gonna do this he's already like joe said he's always three steps ahead and he continues to be three steps ahead even when he brought out the zombie stormtroopers. It was like Ahsoka and Ezra. They were like, oh, these guys are down. But no, nah, Thrawn's three steps ahead. So it was like, boom, they pop back up. They're not ready for that. And Thrawn knows that. Just amazing. So uh, when he gets on the big screen and people see him and they see how smart he is and he's not Darth Vader, he's a very cerebral villain. People are going to be blown away. 
you know, you, you had the, the sisters in the, and, and, you know, the other place and, and they were able to resurrect all the stormtroopers. So, so the one witch that was here or not here, but you know, like in the regular star Wars universe, she was the one that resurrected um, the uh, inquisitor. Right. So, Clearly, there might be more people that are resurrected as well. There might be more inquisitors out there. There might be. There, there's a whole whole lot of adversaries that they can come up with just just with having these sisters and their their witchy ways. Those witchy women of the force. I'm going to ask you guys a question uh, as we start to wind down. The way things are going right now, really good. Filoni and Favreau are all over it. However. Uh, there's talk of having a Ray Skywalker movie. Should they leave the sequel trilogies alone, not even go to them anymore, and just let Filoni and Favreau continue on this path for now? Alfonso. Why not get Filoni and Favreau on board with, the, with that? You know, I mean, why not kill her off? Why not? <laughs> you know, there's a lot that they could do. Um, Man, that's that's a tough one. I, I don't think they should let it go. I, I I'm not a, a big fan of them just like erasing everything and starting over. I think they gotta, you know, they they dealt the cards and now they gotta play this game. You know what I mean? They gotta find a way to clean this up, and the best way to clean it up is gonna be Filoni, you know. Yeah, I think <laughs> Filoni's and Favreau is so good. If they're not gonna have any input on in that Ray movie, I think it's gonna bomb. Because it's all this, there's going to be a comparison, like kind of like, you know, they did strike out on Bubba Fett, but I, I feel Bubba Fett didn't do too well because of Mandalorian. You know, it's, I think Bubba Fett should have been Mandalorian if if you really want to go, you know, get critical. Like, you know, everyone's so hyped up on Mandalorian that you know Boba Fett came out. Everyone was happy to see it, but you know, we always talk about this. Avi always says that fan service. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that's what that was. I, I felt like you could have probably did it better in a comic book yeah. <laughs> or an anime. You know, yeah. um, we didn't need a whole TV series about it. Um, but I think if you do a Ray Skywalker movie, who's gonna care about that, man? <laughs> like no one cared about the last one, you know. And and Filoni is so good. It's like he should be like, "Yo, bro, I'm already cleaning up the mess that you guys did now." <laughs> you know what I mean? You're you gonna try to make me clean up that mess too. You know, it he's cleaning up the in-between Return of the Jedi to um I don't even know the new Star Wars seven episode seven. I don't even know Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens. He's cleaning up from that time period, right? And so he's connecting everything that's gonna connect to that. He's cleaning it up and making it um the first order, like how they come about, no one knows that. They didn't even explain it. They just said far, far galaxy way. There's the first order, you know. And Filoni, what he did was in Mandalorian. Remember how he did like there's there there they, there's still some uh, remnants of the Empire that they're strategically setting up the rebels and they're showing how the rebels got lax after winning the war and they don't care about fighting anymore. So he showed that in that. If you if you take that away from Filoni, you don't even know anything about that. So I feel he's cleaning up all that stuff. And if they come out with this Ray movie, everyone's gonna be pissed. And does he have to clean that up too? You know. So to your point, Alf, I think if it doesn't have Filoni or Favreau's 
hands in it, dude. Why even bother, man? Don't even invest in that, bro. Invest in the trilogy that they they need to do about the well, you know with the era of the empire with Grand Ronald Thon. That's just my opinion. I think both of you nailed it. <laughs> well, you know, you also got that one other part of the universe and the part of the the time. Um, Andor, you know, Andor isn't. It, it's before. Um, it's before um, a new hope. So that's still going on too. It's like, I think it's going pretty well without having Filoni and, and Favreau's hands in it. Are, are, are they involved? But I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'll just give him the reins on that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I mean, it's just going to basically lead up to Rogue One, which is going to lead up to their death. So, you know, these, these stories in the past, you know, they really should let them go because there's only one point you're going to get to and it's going to be death, Right. Um, and then, you know, we can't really put um, put Boba Fett on Filoni, even though he had a hand in it. But, you know, Robert Rodriguez is the one who kind of steered that one right into the crapper. Yeah, it's still the story, though. The story wasn't good. Yeah. So, I mean, if you give me some cheap ingredients and tell me to make you something to eat, that's not my fault. I'm making it the best I can. The ingredients was just poor. <laughs> give me an impossible burger. <laughs> A protein burger. <laughs> well, Robert Rodriguez is a horrible chef. <laughs> and he has never made a good burger. Protein, cheeseburger, Whopper. That guy has never made a good burger in his life. So before we let Joe close it out, because he is the star wars aficionado as you will i just want to remind all you ladies gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order that if you love this show as much as we love making this show then we'd appreciate if you go click share and then you share it with your friends your family a whole list of haters that you want to be pissed off send it to them too because you're doing better than them because you're listening to this show right now and they're not so you're one up on them, share it with your friends, families, and foes so that they can listen to and enjoy the Nerd World Order broadcast. Joe, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, the only thing I can say is go watch the show, watch the Rebels, the whole thing, not just the essentials. I think if, because you're missing out on some little key things, uh, watch Ahsoka. If you're if you're a Star Wars fan that's been disappointed in the way that things are going with Star Wars, watch Ahsoka and watch the Rebels and then your love for Star Wars. Even the Bad Batch is good. So I think if you if you just watch those, you know, he's even cleaning stuff up in the Bad Batch, man. Like he in the Bad Batch, he answered the question of what happened to the clones. Because not everyone's what happened to the clones, dude. All of a sudden they're not using clones anymore. You know, he answers the questions in that again. Let the man cook. And this concludes this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!